Wait a second. Wait a second. Got to make sure I'm connected here. All right. Are we connected? Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Manny Garavito, your host, where I go live every single day-ish to see if we can have a conversation about something that's happening in your life. Whatever you guys want to talk about, the floor is yours. The podcast is yours. The conversation is yours. You guys get to take it anywhere you want. Hang on, let me clean the uh, the lens here. There you go, much better. Hey, everyone. Um, hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Are you guys ready for the holidays? It's coming up. Did you guys go to Black Friday? Did you spend all your money on Black Friday? Let me give you guys a little piece of advice here. If it's on sale, doesn't mean you saved money. You still spent it. Black Friday is probably the worst holiday in the entire 365 days. And I'm going to tell you guys why. It's a fucking hassle to go out there. Well, I don't really think a lot of people are going out there and fighting the way they used to during Black Friday. But back in the day, remember pre-pandemic when people would actually go out there and get in fights with strangers to get a TV that's $100 off? They probably put it at full retail price. Then they discounted it, even though that's the real price. What's up, Ignacio? What's up, Uzi World? Lorenzo? Did you guys celebrate? Black Friday, if you really want to take advantage of Black Friday, only do it online. That's the only place you should ever do Black Friday. If you step foot outside of your house, that's not really Black Friday. That's just people telling you there's a short supply. The only thing that's on an actual short supply in 2020 are those PlayStation 5s. And you know I'm a fan. You know I'm a fan of those PlayStations. Why? Because I don't have a lady to buy it for me. And according to the meme community, you ain't balling. You ain't in love until she gets you a PS5, man. There you go. I said it again. I brought it back and said it again. So, uh, yeah, Black Friday, man. Don't do that shit. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. And it quite possibly could be the worst thing you can do for yourself. Um, yesterday was Thanksgiving, obviously. And today was a day that I actually woke up and felt very productive. And I'm going to share with you guys what I did today. So for those that are brand new to the podcast, for those that are brand new with everything that I do comedy wise, I'm starting a virtual comedy club. Okay. I'm going to do something brand new and it's, and it's starting here in Miami. And you know, that's crazy because years ago they said comedy wouldn't happen in a place like this. And then somebody like me shows up at the ripe old age of 35, just talking shit every single day, nonstop. And I have the audacity to start a virtual comedy club in the 305 oh shit now what do you mean by a virtual comedy club what's up cursing blessings what's up fresh spanish doll xoxo now for those that are tuning in i'm talking about this virtual comedy club i'm starting so you know what i did today i put on my good jacket right you know when you see me wearing this jacket i'm doing i'm doing good things i turned on my my fancy camera here which is a Sony A5, not to brag, all right, pretty high quality. And what I do is I got behind the camera, flipped it on, put it on record, got in front of it, did a couple of videos, and then I posted them online. And what I said in those videos was pretty much this. Starting probably at the end of this week, early December, you guys are going to start seeing a campaign where I start inviting brand new people to join us on the community because because you know this is this isn't going to cut it you know four or five people watching this at 6 p.m it just ain't going to cut it no more i started a facebook group okay a private one 
because I know you guys are out there watching these public videos and not saying a goddamn thing or contributing. So it's private, okay? If you guys want to see the streams, <laughs> you got to go on the private. I'm going to go from four followers to four followers, just like that. <laughs> All right. And what do you guys, what can you guys expect from this virtual comedy club I am starting? So we're still staying at the, at the home base, okay? We're still staying at Red Bar on Mondays and we're still staying at Sweet Caroline <laughs> on Tuesdays. And those are gonna be our base shows, right? I was hanging out the improv uh, over in Doral a few days ago. Well, no, not a few days ago, like two nights ago, because my buddy Mario Ramil had a badass show. And uh, I was talking to the manager there and we used to do comedy shows at the Miami Improv, right? But you know, things got weird, 2020, pandemic, you know? In case you don't know, it got a little weird during 2020, right? So I kind of like held off from any, you know, deals or any ideas to do a show there. But then lo and behold, we had such an amazing show with Mario that I, I started feeling it again. I was actually looking around and I was seeing all the people coming out to the improv. And I'm like, yeah, I'm getting the itch, man. I think I should do a big show again. There's just something about doing a show at a big theater that just gets you all giddy. You know what I mean? You know, like the bar shows are great, but you get a little giddy when you see, you know, people inside of a theater and they're all clapping and it feels like one big party. And you know what's great about the Miami Improv? It's right next to, what's up Willard Aaron? What's up Soy Valent Media, Meta? What's great about the Miami Improv? It's connected right next to the uh, Copper Blues, right in Doral. And then right after the show, you could just go to Copper Blues and there's one big old party going on there. And you know, you know, still people were still following COVID guidelines, you know, so six feet, right? Six feet, people in different, tables far apart still felt like a party the lights were shining the music was blaring you know fucking uh, bad bunny right get your freak on and bad bunny was being remixed i don't know man i was just there having a bud light just looking at the video screen some video dj was playing like a mix of all this kind of music and i'm just looking at it and i'm like wow bad bunny's fucking killing it <laughs> all the girls were dancing uh we need to open the country back up i think it is open some places, it just depends what cities, you know? Miami doesn't care, so we're open. It's in city place, it's great. You are awesome, bro, keep it up. Thank you, Lorenzo Guzman. I appreciate the kind words, my friend. Um, so if you guys wanna see some of the brand new videos that I put out, go to miamicomedy.com. If you haven't subscribed to the Virtual Comedy Club yet, it's on the main page, miamicomedy.com. Brand new video there. I got a brand new video up on YouTube. Brand new video everywhere, left and right, just brand new stuff. I'm going to start bringing in uh, some new people to the, uh, the community we're building here. All right. And then uh, once we start, you know, getting it going, people are tuning in, people are watching the show. We are then going to start rolling out some virtual uh, comedy events. So there's two that I have in mind. The first one is called Comedy Conversations. Okay. So Comedy Conversations is going to be a show on Zoom where we go live and we talk to people that are there on the Zoom call with us. So you guys can be part of the talking heads about a certain topic. Now, you're going to have to pay for tickets to get in on it. You know, we only want to select few to show up. But if you're serious about having comedy conversations, do check that show out. Okay. And I'm going to be having special guests coming in. So it's going to be podcast style, but there's going to be other people involved and yourself if you're a participant of the show. Another virtual event I'm rolling out is going to be called the Cupids of Comedy. And this idea I had uh, probably in the middle of the pandemic where 
I uh, get together with some people that are single in Miami and we start talking about what it's like dating. Now, this show was act was actually a success. I just haven't had time to roll it out again. Uh, and so, you know, a lot of girls go on there and a lot of guys, uh, they kind of listen to what girls want in the dating world. They talk about their frustrations. They talk about what they want. And then, you know what, guys, your game gets leveled up because you're hearing the truth, right? So uh, make sure you keep an eye out for those two virtual comedy shows, uh, comedy conversations, all right? And virtual uh, uh, comedy, uh, Cupids of Comedy. This is so brand new. I don't even know the names of my own show. What's up, Immacula? What's up, Literature's Barbarian? Um, all right, so uh, coming up next, once we start building up the community, once we start bringing in some new folks, uh, we are going to start rolling out some shows over at the, uh, at the Miami Improv. Now, what are the shows that I'm going to pitch to them? So uh, I used to do this show with my buddy Kyle Grooms. What's up, Senor Angel? We're talking about comedy shows that you can expect at the end of the year, early 2021. All right. The wheels in my head, they're spinning. They go round and round. Uh, <laughs> So uh, Kyle Grooms and I used to do this show called Wednesday Night Live. And Wednesday Night Live is a night where we just get a good showcase together, a solid showcase. You can't go wrong with this group, okay? We hit the stage. We give you a show. It's in the middle of your week. Hence the name Wednesday Night Live. Now, why Wednesday? Because a lot of people don't want to go out on Wednesdays. A lot of venues don't have a lot of things popping on Wednesdays. But when you got me and Kyle Grooms showing up with a lineup, you guys are going to want to be a part of that because we've been doing that show since like 2015, all right? And that show has been amazing. We've had a long streak of back-to-back -back awesome lineups for Wednesday Night Live. What's up, Lorena? What's up, Kate? Know me? Um, so Wednesday Night Live is going to be one of the shows I'm pitching for 2021. And then after that, another show that I'd like to bring back is called From Blank to Miami Comedy Show. Now, this is a show that I put together myself. This is an idea that I had where I reach out to comedians from other popular cities in the nation. All right. And I say, you know, I'm going to go to Atlanta. Right. I uh, hit up uh, Vanessa Fraction and I hit up Ronnie Jordan, two big Atlanta, Georgia comedians. And I say, hey, come on down to Miami. Let's do from Atlanta to Miami comedy show. That was a hit. We did it on the 4th of July. We killed it. Uh, then we did from New York to Miami, where we brought in uh, Brooklyn Mike and we brought in Dean Edwards. And, you know, we put two of the best comedians in Miami. So we had four people on the showcase, two from Miami, two from New York. And then, you know, maybe later on we could do from L.A. to Miami. Maybe from, I don't know. Where do you, what cities do you guys want to see come to Miami? What, what do you want to learn about? <laughs> this is going to be like uh, uh, the magic school bus, but for comedy. Okay, I'm going to be driving you around in the magic in the Ma magic Miami comedy school bus like what city do you guys want to go next and then i just bring them in and we do a cool show what's up polo what's up sessy rome here talking about some plans we've got going on for uh future comedy shows both virtual and live in person i'm actually excited um i haven't uh, been able to work this hard in uh making things happen um, for a long time. I kind of just been playing it safe, going slow. Right? I mean, you know, we can't be close forever, man. I mean, things are just going to have to open back up. You know what my buddy said over at uh, Red Bar? 
that like if you go out during these times, it's kind of like you're eating shellfish, you know, like when you go to a restaurant and you want to go eat oysters. And then at the bottom of, of the menu, it says uh, eating raw shellfish can lead to illness. That's pretty much what, a, what a, the world is like right now. You going out and having a good time may lead to illness. It, please have a good time at your own risk. You know, and people out there are they're mad. They're mad that people are celebrating in the middle of a pandemic. They're mad that, you know, people are doing this. But hey, man, you know, I I don't know what to say about that. It's just we're just in a weird predicament where we've got to carry on and we got to be careful. So that balance is not <laughs> that balance probably doesn't sound like it's going to work out. What's up, antagonistic? Um, but yeah, man, you know, write it out, I guess. Uh, if you want to stay in, I got virtual shows for you. If you want to go out, I've got uh, live shows for you. Wear your mask, wash your hands, and just try to laugh the best you can. So what's the name of the slogan that I'm coming out? It's called Laugh Every Day in Miami. Because God damn it, I'm doubling down when it comes to comedy. We need it now more than ever, man. You know, And I've been holding back from making these videos for a long time. And today I woke up with, you know what it is? is when you eat a lot, your body wakes up. It's like, why did you do that to me? Manny, why did you make me eat so much food? Get up. Get the fuck up. We're doing some work today. Get up. And I was like, all right, all right, I'm up, I'm up. I took a shower, put on my good jacket, turned on the camera. And, you know, it feels good when you get it done. But have you ever noticed that it doesn't feel good when you have to get it done? You guys ever noticed that? That looming feeling that you've got to do something, but you don't know why you can't do it. It's like, oh, my God, I don't want to do that right now, man. And then it's just there looking at you in the face. You got to get me done. Manny, get me done. I can't, man. Why? Because it's a beautiful Friday. <laughs> I got Thanksgiving food in the fridge, man. I want to eat leftovers. I don't want to do this right now. And so you're just lingering. You're just, and it, it, my father had this saying that goes, it takes longer for you not to do something than to do it. And I'm like, wow, that actually makes a lot of sense, dad. Fuck that. I don't want to do it though. Uh, antagonistic says for once public displays of affection are literally gross with COVID-19 uh, it has an actual case to uh, stand on <laughs> yeah no PDA you know you hang out with your side chick you don't want to get caught with your with your main girl right so you go out right and your side chick wants to hold your hand it's like we shouldn't be holding hands right now sweetheart we're in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> but really I'm just trying to avoid in case you know somebody recognizes me and they see me with you I can just say that you're my business partner or something you know what I mean what's up it's David what's up if Velasco here talking about uh, comedy shows that we've got coming up later on this year early 2021 both virtual and live and in person so yeah man just get it all done um let's see uh I wrote some stuff down. Let me see if I can find it, though. I don't know, man. The thing, one thing I've realized about myself. Oh, yeah, here it is. You know, one thing I've realized about myself, guys, is like, I'm really good at writing jokes, but you guys don't appreciate me for my joke writing. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and say it straight up. Because when you write jokes on the internet, it's not the same when you do it on stage. When you do it on stage, the shit you thought was like tacky is actually pretty fucking good. I'm gonna tell you guys a little story. But before before I get into that, let me get into the let me get into the sponsorships before I tell you the story of uh comedy writing and what happened these uh past few days. 
Antagonistic says that looming feeling is going to loop back against him with New Year's resolutions. Hey, man, you know, a lot of people gave up on the New Year's resolutions and a lot of them were probably relieved. It's like, all right, this is the year I'm losing 20 pounds no matter what. I'm doing it in 2020, 2020 vision. We're getting clarity. I'm losing weight. And then in March, pandemic, it's like, thank God, man, that shit was going to that shit was going to be hard. 20 fucking pounds. What the fuck was I thinking? Man, it's a good thing. This pandemic rolled out. What's up, uh, McDuffie? It's David says, went clubbing for the first time recently. Uh, had to find a girl to dance with uh, when they all came with uh, six, eight mans built like The Rock. Oh, they all went out with like, what, big shots? Ah, dude, don't fucking, don't feel intimidated by that, David. I'm gonna tell you why, man. Most of those guys, they're not you. As a matter of fact, all of them, they're not you, man. That's your upper hand. Okay, you will always win. There's no need to be threatened by anyone because they're not you, man. That's that's how, you know, girls always try to show off. Oh, he's tall. He's muscular. It's like, but he ain't me. Does he go live every day? I didn't think so. Does he write a good tacky joke every once in a while? I didn't think so. Huh? Does he got this jacket? Nah. Uh, So uh, I don't really give a fuck. (laughs) What you got to do, David, is you got to be grateful for who you are and you'll never feel threatened by anyone else ever again. I'm leaving you for Sam. Man, fuck Sam. Go ahead and leave me for Sam. And then next thing you know, she's going to realize it too. Sam wasn't you, Manny. Can can you please take me back? Nah, we good. Uh, I moved on. Uh, I got with a (laughs) 6'8". Built like a fortress woman. Uh, let's see. It ain't uh, 2021. It's 2021 part two. Yeah. The sequel 2021 is the sequel of 2020. We lost a year. Uh, he ain't me. He's 120 pounds and a foot taller than me. Yeah. Well, why are you focusing on the things that he has that you don't switch it? See, this is what's wrong with people's thinking. Like you, you, you think the worst without thinking the best you go for the worst immediately. It doesn't, it doesn't go in your favor. Switch your thinking. So instead of saying, well, he's taller than me, you'd be like, well, he ain't as funny as me. All right. Well, he's a lot more good looking. Well, I got a better business. Well, you know, uh, he's got better shoes. Well, I got a better jacket. Focus, switch it. Just switch the thought and watch yourself glow up because that's your reality. If your reality is he's taller than me, you're going to walk around and you're going to be giving off people are taller than me vibes. You don't want that shit, man. Uh, leaving me realized, uh, David says, oh, leaving me and realized how, how much she missing it. Ain't that re- relatable? Oh, leaving me and realize how much she missing if that ain't relatable. Oh, leaving me. Oh, yeah, that's right, David. You went through a breakup. That's right. You sent me a DM. But the, double check what you meant there. So I'm going to read it one more time out loud. This is what it sounds like, David. Okay. I don't know if you're crying and the teardrops are falling on the phone and your, your thumb aren't being um, processed, but oh, leaving me and realize how much she missing if that ain't relatable. Oh, like she's missing you? Well, I say don't do it. Don't do it, especially if she went out and she got with someone else. That's, uh, nah, fuck that, dude. Nah, don't do it, man. Be lucky. How old are you, David? You're probably really young. Feel lucky that you went through a breakup and you're already getting rid of some of that emotion that's lingering in you, okay? Because once that emotion flushes out, you on top of the world. The next level you is right across the street from that, all right? 
if you if you get back and you go down that emotion that emotional route again all that work all that suffering all that shit you went through it resets don't do that shit when you go through a breakup man let the breakup subset let that shit go through right all that emotion being flushed out is kind of like a heroin addict getting over heroin it still calls your name Oh my God, she's probably banging someone else. I miss the way she looked me in the eyes. Oh, all the good times. And then eventually you're going to wake up one day and it just becomes more and more and more vague. And then you're just like, man, fuck that bitch, man. <laughs> right? Why would you want to go back to, uh, to ground zero? Like, why would you want to reset that? Don't get back, David. All right? Don't get back. Next level me been here for a hot minute. Good. I'm happy for you because I remember <laughs> came here for the comedy, stayed for the life advice. We do it all here, baby. We sip on tea. We talk about Black Friday. We talk about uh, relationship advice. We do it all here. Okay. It's a, it's a daily show. What do you think? I got no choice but to make it about anything. This is a variety show now. Um, uh, next level. Okay. So uh, David says, next level me here for a hot minute. Good. Because the way you sent me a DM, you were like, hey, bro, I'm really glad you on here every day doing a live show because I could really use it right now. Just went through a big breakup with my girl. And I'm like, damn, this guy, this guy's going through it, man. Feel bad for him. Block. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't give me no sappy shit, man. All right. I don't need that vibe right now. I'm fucking, I'm balling. All right, I don't need you coming around here telling me your sad story, David. Boo-hoo, go handle it. <laughs> Get out of my DMs. I'm here trying to be a boss. <laughs> Good, man. Exposing me. Ah, no one knows who you are, David. Don't worry about it. Uh, you were, hey, wait a second. You exposed yourself. You're on here talking about it. I, I, she wants to get back with me, but I've been my, my truer self in a hot minute. Get out of here. Uh, let's see. Terp says 100. That's right. 100. Uh, not getting back, bro. Don't worry. Good. There you go, David. Don't forget to send the tips, bro. Send over the life advice tips, miamicomedy.com slash tips. Put a little something in the jar. All right. Okay. I'm trying to buy a new jacket. Come on, guys. Your boy needs a new jacket. How many times are I going to, how many times am I going to go on here with this thing? I want a brand new one. I want like a desert brown uh, uh, jacket with with the elbow pads <laughs> with the corduroy elbow pads that's balling uh manny it's 89 degrees outside not in my garage it's a cool 70 in here um the best comedians give life advice in their work to be honest in hindsight you're absolutely right antagonistic i believe bill hicks said it best good comedy fuck now i forgot i forgot the quote uh Bill Hicks, good comedy. Let me see. Let's see. Don't give up on me yet, guys. Hang on. Bill Hicks. Good comedy helps people know they're not alone. Great comedy provides an answer. And the best comedy doesn't come with customer service. Oh, I just added my little thing on top of that one. Um, yeah, so... That's a pretty good quote. So good comedy helps people know they're not alone, right? Like I just did with my boy, uh, David here. Great comedy provides the answer. Just did that too. What's up? It's a stand up. 
but uh, some, you know, every once in a while, some people think comedy is supposed to be made specifically for them. So I tell them there's no customer service with my comedy. I lost like 100 followers this past week. And you know what? Fuck them. Good. I don't want them. Um, you know, these people, they go on here, man. They get mad. You know, they're just sensitive, sensitive. You feel the fear. When you say a joke that people don't like, you feel the fear. It's like, oh my God, he shouldn't be saying that. And it's like, wow, you guys are scared. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, I think that's a quote. Uh, good comedy is a pain plus time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, it's, a, it's actually a comedy writing skill. That like you go back in your life and you try to pick some of the things that were painful and then you bring it back and try to make it into something funny. And then that way you kind of like heal it because it's now like in a different reality. Not to get too deep into it, but that's the comedy writing um, uh, formula. Nothing like pulling up to Thanksgiving, like hot plates and hot takes, baby. How about that Donald Trump guy? <laughs> uh, all right. So um, yeah, let's get to the, uh, the sponsors here, guys, before we roll on. Um, we'll get into breakups after, all right? I can talk about breakups. All right, so this show is sponsored by my boy, Ellie Uvinas, uh, which is a badass health insurance agent helping individuals, families, small business owners find the health plan they need, whether it be Medicare, Medicaid, group plans, ACA, Obamacare. If you've got health insurance questions, he has health insurance answers. Make sure you look him up that he's E-L-I-U dot V-I-N-A-S at ushadvisors.com. Woo! We just renewed that sponsorship for another month, baby. Oh, your boy's making money on the podcast. There's no better feeling than getting paid doing the things you love. Making a living doing the things you love is a blessing. Thank you, God. I'm grateful for that. Thank you. Happy belated Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> I also want to thank God for all the breakups that I went through that showed me a lesson. Um, how can I be there? How can I be where? At a virtual comedy show? Uh, Lorena, go to miamicomedy.com, sign up, all right? And uh, join the Facebook group. Here, I'll put it over here, Lorena, because you look like you're fine. And I definitely want to uh, get to know you. By the way, I flirt with everybody, okay, Lorena? So don't take it personal. Uh, let me see, miamicomedy.com slash group. There you go. All right, go there, sign up to the uh, virtual comedy club, miamicomedy.com slash group. And then over there, you'll be seeing updates, content, community. Oh, and by the way, if you do sign up to the Facebook community, do, uh, oh, and she's writing ha ha with the J's. That means she's a hot Latina. It's going down. Um, if you do go to the uh, community, do make an introduction. All right, let us know uh, who you are, what you do, and contribute. Because I think if people start interacting, other than just me talking, if other people start interacting in the Facebook group, we can all make friends. And you want to be friends with people that have a good sense of humor. You know, I filter out all the people with a bad sense of humor. You want the good ones, okay? And I, that's what I'm there for, okay? To connect you guys, all right? Um. Slick Rick, the ruler. What's up, man? I love Slick Rick, by the way. Um, all right. So let's talk about breakups, guys. Uh, you know, breakups. Breakups is a level up in disguise. All right. Because when you get in a relationship with someone, you start interacting. And then what you do is you start molding yourselves into becoming an identity. Right. 
So you got the emotions, you've got the feelings, you've got the memories, you've got it all in there. So you and your partner or whatever becomes this one, right? So what happens when you go through a breakup? Bam, you shatter that motherfucker. So now you're back on your own. Oh my God, I just went through a bad break. That shit was crazy. What was that? Why did I say those things? Why did she do those things? Right, so then when you're back on your own, you feel like you're missing someone because you're so accustomed to them being around. You're so accustomed to having those hits of emotion and feelings, right? So then like you're now looking at yourself in a different light. Are you a fuck up? Huh? Can you be happy without someone? Huh? So you start asking yourself these existential questions and from afar, it's really no big deal. You know, people go through breakups all the time, but since it's a, such a private feeling, it almost feels as if like, I don't know, like you were just smoking crack for all your life and then you just like snapped out of it. You're like, I got to fucking stop uh, sucking dick for crack. I got to do, I got to stop doing this thing, man. I got to have an intervention. Um, so what happens when, when you go through that? Your brain starts wiring itself to be someone different for the most part, I hope. If you're the same person after a breakup, man, you, you didn't go through it right. I'm gonna tell you guys that right now because I got out of a bad breakup and I thought I was still myself and I only fucked up my life even more. Um, yeah, you, you, you guys gotta go through breakups the right way. And by going through the breakups the right way, you know what the secret is? You know what helped me get over breakups? You have to learn to be alone. You have to learn to like yourself to the point where you don't need somebody there to make you happy and not just your ex not just you know somebody you dated but also your friends you don't need your friends to stay happy because a lot of a lot of people when they go through a breakup what do they do they start going into different social circles they start partying and they're numbing themselves and they're avoiding the situation of feeling lonely oh my god i ain't shit I'm going to go get drunk with my friends. Wait, what are you, what are you doing, bitch? We're going to the clubs. <laughs> level up, level up, level up, level up, level up, level up. And then, you know, you're having a good time. You're riding the emotional ups and downs. And then you wake up tomorrow hungover. Oh, I feel worse than I did yesterday. Shit. <laughs> oh, God. I hate myself. <laughs> So what I did with the real healing for me, when I went through my bad breakup, the real healing came when I was like, I'm going to go to the beach by myself. I'm going to go read a book. I'm going to watch. I'm going to take myself to the movies. All right. I'm going to go watch a movie by myself. I'm going to go treat myself to a nice dinner. And then what you end up doing when you do that is you start having conversations with yourself. And it's kind of like this feeling of like catharsis where you just feel, I don't know, like you're elevating. You're just like, huh, I like me. I'm not that bad. I'm pretty cool, actually. I have things under control. Things are going well. And then somebody tries to show up in your life with some bullshit and you're like, no, nah, I, don't, I don't need this person here. I don't need this person right now. And then... Uh, Next thing you know, man, your life is just going amazing. Like once you get to that level where if you're alone, you enjoy it, you're pretty much unstoppable. <laughs> get this, man. When you go through a breakup, you know what the worst thing is? When the person sees your healing and then they try to show up again. Oh, that is the true test. Oh, man, that is a life test being thrown at you, 
before I get into that, let me get into the comments here. I don't want to miss this, guys. Uh, triggered person, you didn't flirt with me. You got something against males, homophobic, reported, yet not unfollowed. Yeah, a lot of people that have been hating on me don't unfollow. And then when someone leaves a bad comment, they like it. So like, I just started blocking those people because it's like, dude, you're just following me to, for an opportunity to, uh, I digress. But yeah, that's true antagonistic. Um, let's see. Why well, I always said that she was crazy? Yeah, a little bit. She was crazy. But you know what they say, the crazier they are, the better they are in the bedroom. And you know what? Kind of true. I gotta lie. Um, yeah, she knew how to reel me in. Um, it was a six year relationship. It was wild. But now I leveled up for show. Sure. Uh, did she level up? I don't know, but I think she's engaged. So uh, yeah, I think I beat her. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Oh, man. Breakups low-key turn into rehab time. Yep, exactly. Enjoy your own company. Yep, what's up, Nat Natalia Pies? Uh, the time after a breakup is rehab, but many go into withdrawal and speed into a new relationship before being healed. Yes. Yes, bro. Get yourself a decent rebound, but don't get in a relationship, man. And before you rebound, make sure that you're in an okay space because then you start rebounding with some people that aren't worth it. Yeah, man, you're absolutely right, antagonistic. When you go through a breakup, you've got, you've got to make sure you're in the right mindset before you even attempt to go back into dating, right? Because then you start taking all those toxic feelings into dates. Oh, my God. I'm oh, What? Oh, I actually got a story. Uh, so one of the girls uh, that I recently spoke with, she was fine, way out of my league, super wealthy girl, right? She was doing yacht parties. Like, she throws yacht parties. She was fucking living hard, right? And I'm like, damn, this girl actually likes me. This girl's way out of my league. Holy shit. Uh, but no, she liked me. But then like once things started like inching towards some sort of intimacy, she just hit me with a late night text talking about like, I just found out my ex is seeing someone else. So I got to stop talking to you. It's like, what the fuck does your ex have to do with me? And then she starts sending like screenshots about him hanging out with some girl. And I'm like, man, fuck that guy. Are they eating potato chips? <laughs> It's like, dude, you're sending me photos of this guy going on a date with a girl eating uh, potato chips and, and a sandwich. <laughs> I think you're doing fine, sweetheart. All right. I don't know. It was weird. So then, like, I, I, I kind of felt the toxicity coming. I was like, oh, here it comes. It's coming. The emotional flood. Ah! So then I, uh, yeah, I, I, I cut that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like uh, toxic folks. Uh, I tried being alone, but the voice in my head wouldn't let me. Ah, shut up, Kirsten Blessings. You ain't that kind of person. I've seen you, all right? You look, you're, you look like a very happy guy, all right? And your jokes are on point, too. Antagonistic says, if only the U.S. could do that with presidency, if America would date itself for a while before the next president comes trying to smash. <laughs> yeah, no, bro, that ain't happening. Um, the United States is a community and will forever be a community. Together we stand, divided we fall. Uh, when you're moving on, that's when they want to show up. Yeah, bro, tell me about it. What's up, high kick? All right, so one of the biggest tests of time that life will throw at you, well, your ex really, is when they see you healing and they want to show up. They always do that. Oh man, I can't, out of the four girlfriends I had, they all did that. See, the first one showed up, didn't take her back. And then she banged my friends. 
we were young we were teenagers she banged my friends it was fucked up like she actually went down the list it's like hey i want you back no thanks all right i'm gonna fuck uh, richard i'm gonna fuck uh, jose i'm gonna fuck uh, rudy i'm gonna fuck and she just banged all my friends and i was like as and then you know i'll never forget the way they told me it's like hey uh listen man um so and so came to my house we were just hanging out and uh yeah man we fucked <laughs> Nah, I don't see my, I don't see these friends anymore. These so-called friends anymore. Cause this was, you know, years ago. It was like more than a decade ago, but uh, it was like, she got like a good four of them. Right. And, and it was, I'm pretty sure she did it on purpose. Uh, divided we fall. So how long has the U S was an anarchy? The U S is going to be fine, man. Everything you're reading is on the internet, which is a big pool of lies. The loudest people are talking. All right. Um, I think we're going to be fine. It's just, you know, it's just a little turbulent right now. Antagonistic. Don't, don't go into the uh, rabbit hole of the internet because then you're stuck. Um, let's see the second one. She left me for another guy. Then the guy used her and then she tried coming back. The third one. The third one. Ah, I forgot how the third one left. Wow. I got, I got to reminisce. I don't remember the third one. But the recent one, she left me for some other guy and uh, it was like some gothic dude or something. So she definitely downgraded. I don't know. It was weird. I was like, him? This little motherfucker with the cure outfit? Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> you know, when, you, <laughs> when they leave you for somebody and you meet the person, it's like, this is the dude right here? Why? Where did I go wrong? <laughs> oh, my God. This motherfucker looks like he works at Hot Topic, man. You love me for a Hot Topic, dude? Damn. Uh, what's up, Mena? So, yeah, she, he didn't get with her, so then she tried to come back, and then the way she came back was I was going to my apartment in South Beach, and she was at the door waiting for me. She was like, please take me in. I just want to talk to you. We could fool around. It doesn't have to be anything serious. Like She was like begging me for it, and I'm like, I'm a healed man. I'm actually going through it myself, but I feel good. And I don't want to go back into uh, whatever this is. And then, uh, you know, she gave me the waterworks and I'll never forget the way she left. It was, it was almost like a movie. You know, I was walking out. I mean, I was walking into my apartment and I looked back and the elevator is right in front of my apartment. And then like, we looked, <laughs> we locked eyes. <laughs> and then like when she, we locked eyes, she goes, she starts crying. And then the doors, <laughs> And that was the last time I saw her. Now, I think I ran into her once at a grocery store. But uh, I gave her the sharp turn. You know, when you see your ex, you just walk in and you're just like. Oh, yeah, avoided that one. That's how your friend's stories sound. Uh, I find it funny how people act like they accidentally smashed, like they slipped on a banana peel in instant coitus. <laughs> you have a way with words, my friend. Uh, that's how your friend's story sound. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, I got to bounce. Tonight, I'm going to be over at the Villain Theater doing a little show with my friend, Brittany Brave. Uh, she's shooting a special there tonight, and I'm doing a little guest spot. So if you guys want to make it there, my show is at 730. It's only going to be five minutes, but fuck it. I'm going to go out with a blaze of glory. I'm going to go out, and I'm going to talk about exes and dick jokes. So you can't go wrong with that show. All right. Villain Theater, 730 p.m. Check me out. 
If not, guys, I put a link here on the comments. For those that are listening on the podcast, it's miamicomedy.com slash group. All right. For those listening through Comedy Calendar, I'm going to set up a virtual comedy club there soon. I just got to focus on the Miami area right now so that I can boost it up towards the nation. Miami comedy ruling the nation with comedy radiation. All right. So uh, once again, that's that link right there, ladies and gentlemen, miamicomedy.com slash group. We're going to be rolling out some virtual comedy shows again real soon. 